Welcome in, one and all. Good to have you. Bill Michaels, shall we continue on? Sun shining today. I'm looking out through my fellow windows and doors. A little bit cooler out today. Waiting for the uh, waiting for the death to hit. I guess it's going to start late tonight, and then run all the way through Thursday. Uh, in the uh, uh, like, depending on where you're at in the state of Wisconsin, between you know three and say eight o'clock, something like that. Whatever that window happens to be. And I was just looking at uh, Luke Sampy over on uh, over on Twitter. Luke Sampy was putting out some of the uh, and on Facebook too. Uh, he was putting out some of this stuff. Um, and uh, Luke, by the way. Uh, our guy at uh, up in Green Bay, and uh, he, he, yeah, the models that they have for heavy snowfall in the north of the state, it's just, I, I guess for lack of a better term, it's just going to be a mess. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be a lot of snow coming. Says the uh, the model runs, uh, uh, the model runs are not boating well for the crazy high-end snow amounts that were earlier suggested. Uh, I was taught to forecast significant snow based on the low track first, then moisture, then ratio. Beware of crazy high numbers, 12-plus inches for this storm, he says, uh, and then kind of goes on from there. So in the upper half, you pretty much go from, like, Sheboygan, draw a line straight across the state of Wisconsin, and you go north, and, yeah, you're just you're just, you're just just taking it. I don't even know how else to put it. It just looks going to be ugly. Bill, that could be, be bigger ugly. than a ruler. Uh Yeah. There's not going to be a whole lot of ruler posts because it'll be deeper than the actual ruler. It's a dangerous place to be. Got to find alternative right. ways to measure. Yeah, like yardsticks. Uh huh. Things of that nature. Yep. I can. <laughs> uh, I am getting bakeries all throughout the state of Wisconsin, by the way, that are uh, Punsky friendly. Which is, by the way, spelled P-A-C-Z-K-I, which would look more like Pagsky than Punchki, but that's the way it's reportedly pronounced. Uh, I It was a little difficult for me when I moved to this area. And I my mom had always just said, are you going to get the donuts? Now, donuts are different. I get it. But but we we did celebrate that when we were in, uh, when, I, when I grew up in... Uh, in Cincinnati, Greeby's Bakery, obviously a big one, National Bakery, but I'm getting bakeries from all over the state of Wisconsin that are carrying the, and still have, by the way, uh, the Poonchkis. So there you go. Uh, I'm just trying to put out my, uh, put put out the, the bakeries from all over the state of Wisconsin here. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670, Uh By the way, uh, right out there in your neck of the woods, Greenbush Bakery, Ben. Greenbush Bakery. I think I've heard of it. Yeah. And uh, there's also a place called Bagels Forever, but they say it's a really good bakery. But they say they do the New York-style bagels, and that was from Keith who said, hey, if Ben likes the bagels. Oh, I've been New York-style. Yes, yes. New York-style. Okay, Bagels Forever. Okay, there you go. Actually, do you know who has the best bagels in the world? And I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know how many times people from here have gone up in the eastern part of Canada, but Montreal has the greatest bagels that I've ever had in my life. Really? What, what makes them so different? Just the flavor? No, it, it, it's something with the water. It's something with the water that they boil them in. Oh, okay. Well, good. Good to know. You're a you're a bagel connoisseur, a world traveler. I like that. Didn't know, no. But uh, they say, yeah, bagels forever in Madison. You got to go there, Ben. So I, apparently you have. So you already know about it. 
Uh, there's Shortino's Bakery. I know that one's in Milwaukee because Shortino's has been around forever. Uh, Greeby's as well. There's uh, um, uh, Bloom uh, Bloom Bake Shop, which is in Madison. There's uh, Manderfields. I've heard of that in Appleton in the Menasha area. Um, there, there's one uh, when I used to go up to uh, to Oshkosh. Um, a friend of mine used to go to a place. Um, God, I can't think of the name of it. God, it was a great bakery. Um, um, God, if anybody remembers, it's it's like uh, Carmel. Is it Carmel? Carmel? Carmel Bakery or something like that, I think is what it was. And then the Eagle Baking up in uh, Eagle River is really, really good. So there's there's a few of them. But beyond that, I, I don't have my list of bakeries here in front of me. But I think it was Carmel or something like that. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Good to have you on board today. Um, this one is from, uh, Jackson. Jackson says, oh, there's so many bakeries around the state, uh, but there's better beer. Let's talk beer next time. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's so many good craft beers all in the state of Wisconsin. I, there's a national beer day coming up. I'm sure at some point. What's National Beer Day, Ben? You guys have beer in there all the time in the studio out in Madison. Yeah, but do you think I know? Oh, yes. I, there, there are so many things that you've asked me over the last year and a half that I, I just don't know. But I can look it up and act like I do. <laughs> um, by the it way, Friday, April 7th. I was about to say it. Were you going to say it? I was. Okay, Friday, April 7th. Oh, mark that down. Friday, April 7th, National Beer Day. National Beer Day. Celebrating a day in 1933 that the Cullen-Harrison Act was signed into law, reversing prohibition on selling beer in the United States. National Beer Day, April 7th. Oh, God. Gerard is tweeting at me. He said, uh, our buddy Gerard from, from Delaware. Okay, yeah. said, Jersey City, New Jersey has the two best things, the best bagels and the best Italian food in our country. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, Jersey I, the City. Ita the Italian food, God, there's so many good Italian. Like, I, I, I grew, I was blessed enough, and I've told this story a thousand times, I apologize, but I was blessed enough. My uncle... Uh, Bella Fiore was, uh, owned a five-star Italian restaurant in Cincinnati. And I grew up in that. So everything I eat is compared to that. And, uh, Gino's, uh, Calderon club, downtown Milwaukee, by far one of the best. Uh, it's a shame that Joey and the gang from Albanese is going out of, out of business, but, and they're just selling because it's just time. The family's been in the business so long, but he's got some really good sauce and sausages. Um, there, God, there's uh, um, Campanella's in Cincinnati was always really good, too. Campanella's was really good. Uh, there's a place also in New York, a little place in a, uh, it's like in an alley called Bellinopoli, which was my, the only reason I went there, because that was my uncle's restaurant's name. But a little place in New York, right off of Times Square called Bellinopoli. It's in a little back, little fat guy wearing a beret sits by the, by the, when you walk in the door, he sits by the front door. He's usually reading the paper. You sit in those little old tables like grandmother used to have, little metal tables, and it was fantastic right there in New York. So there's And there's so many good places. Then uh, you go out to, like, San Francisco, and you go into Little Italy, and there's a place called the Stinking Rose. Now, granted, they their motto is we like a little food in our garlic, 
But, oh, my God, they have some fantastic Italian food out in Little Italy, out there in in in, uh, in San Francisco. So a lot of good stuff. Yeah, we can argue that all day, too. Uh, 877-867-1670. That's the phone number. If you want to get a hold of us, please feel free. Uh, by the way, the uh, Brewers, Tyler Naquin, uh, the Brewers and uh, Tyler Naquin, they agree to a minor league deal. So the Brewers are making a couple of moves today, as a matter of fact. Um the uh, Todd Rosiak reporting that. So uh, they also signed, by the way, Luke Voigt to a similar uh, deal earlier this morning. Luke Voigt, Naquin, both going to give the Brewers uh, some potential power to the lineup if they make the big league team. Um, uh, Luke Voigt, um, club 30 home runs and turned in a solid 201 isolated power mark in slugging percentage and such. Um, Naquin, 31, spent parts of seven seasons in the majors, mostly with Cleveland who selected him with the 15th overall pick back in 2012. And he's been kind of a platoon player in recent seasons. Uh, 274, 326, 468 are his uh, batting lines against righties. Uh, Not good against lefties at all, by the way. And the outfield situation in Milwaukee, still a bit of flux. Yelich locked into left field, but the options uh, over there in center. uh, You've got some limited track record. Garrett Mitchell's going to get every opportunity in the world to repeat what he did last year in 68 plate appearances for the Brewers. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a, a lot of mix out there. Tyrone Taylor is going to be out there as well. Uh, they brought in Jesse Winker, but Jesse Winker, you know, he's he's more DH than he is an outfielder. He's not that great when it comes to uh, playing the field. We all know that. But uh, they, they got uh, some prospects that they can get, back, get out there as well. So they're kind of banking on some of that youth and somebody – Somebody kind of like a diamond in the rough, just kind of hitting at the right place at the right time. So, which is what they do. But uh, but yeah, they uh, they uh, they have some uh, some signings today. Some news coming out of Brewers camp. As today is the first day of full team workouts for the Brewers. First day of full team workouts. There you go. Um, this is from Jess. Jess says, uh, "Hey guys, a great program. Uh, what about Norski's?" Um, well, Norsky's Nook, I, I like Norsky's Nook more for pie. I'm sure, I, I don't even know, does Norsky's Nook even do uh, Punchkeys today? I don't even know if they do. Uh, I always see them when I get up into uh, the Rice Lake area. God, I always stop over for breakfast, at least one of those mornings, because I'm usually staying at the Holiday Inn. So I'll stop at Norsky's Nook all the time over there for breakfast in the morning. They're fantastic. And then that piece of apple pie is just, you know, you just take it home and do funny things to it and lay around in the bed with it, and that's it. You don't even eat it. It's that good. So, Jess, I completely get it. 877-867-1670. Um, Cheddarball says, did you see that the baseball prospectus has the Brewers winning the Central at 88-74? and 74? Uh, I did not see that. 88 wins, I think, is a little adventurous at this point. I'm going to say, now I have not gotten into predictions for baseball or anything like that yet. We're just into full squad workouts for the first time today. But if I, first of all, I, why would you pick the Brewers to win the division over the Cardinals? Where have the Cardinals gotten weaker? You know what I mean? I mean, not that I really want to get too deep into it, but where have the Cardinals gotten dramatically weaker? And I don't know if you could if you could say that at this point. 
Uh, Cincinnati got a little bit better. I still don't think they're a, a team that's ready to go. They're banking more so in the next coming coming couple of years with their their minor league system. But uh, no more Yadier Molina. They pick up Wilson Contreras. You still have Goldschmidt, uh, Tommy Edmond. Uh, you still got Arenado. So tell me why in the world would you think that you know? I mean, granted, they're 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 starting pitching. You still, yeah. At, what is how old is Adam Wainwright? Is he he's still there, right? Yeah, God, he's got to be old. what thirty nine, forty, something like that. I think he's forty. Is he forty? Okay, Mikolas forty one. He oh, he's forty one. Okay, well, we know Wainwright. I mean, if Wainwright's healthy, he's always been good. But he's got to be really healthy at the age of forty one to be that good. Mikolas is always, for whatever reason, he's always had the Brewers' number. Uh, they still have Flaherty over there. Who else do they have? Um, Wainwright, Mikolas, Flaherty. Who else do they have? Um, I can't think. Well, they traded for Quintana at the trade deadline, right? From Pittsburgh. They signed Jordan Montgomery from Jordan Montgomery. Thank you very much. They Jordan traded for him at the deadline. They, too. they got him from the Yankees, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Maybe Jordan Montgomery. Thank you, know, you very much. He's fine. Yeah. So I still think they're pretty good. And who's their closer? Hels- Helsley? I think Ryan Helsley. If I, if I remember uh, watching that float around from the MLB network, I think Helsley, but to be on that, I, maybe their, their bullpen is not as great, but they still have some guys in the lineup that can hit. And I still think uh, St. Louis is going to be the team to beat. Brewers, Cubs, Reds, all battling for maybe a three or four game distant second. And then on from there. Unless uh, unless the Brewers have some guys, like I said, that you find the diamonds in the rough and guys catch fire. I, I just, that's kind of where I'm at with the Brewers right now. I, I Don't get me wrong. I still think it's an above 500 season and I think it's an exciting season. I just don't know if they're going to be battling for, for the uh, for the top spot in the division. But I will say this: when you when you go through starting pitching, the Brewers have, I think, the best starting pitching of any team in the National League Central. Now it's what happens after the fact and whether or not they're able to play a few runs. That's we'll wait and see. But I don't think the Brewers are. You've got the ability to extend winning streaks and stop losing streaks with this with this starting group. But what's going to be the question mark is how much uh, do they have really in the pen? And uh, is Devin Williams, now that he's that full-time guy, is he going to be the guy? Will he be the guy or will they have to go back to finding out you know, how, how this is going to work by committee? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. I mentioned before Pella Winners and Doors of Wisconsin. And right now at Pella, they got uh, 0% interest for 48 months, 0% interest for 48 when everything else is going up. And I've been talking about this, uh, the economics of everything is going up and people are screaming right now about their heating and electric bills. And I don't blame you because I've got friends that have never paid over $150 for their house when it comes to heating and electric now paying close to 200. It's, it's horrible. And you got to do everything you can to conserve as much energy as you can. And why not put Pella windows and doors in your home? With utilities and gas and all those prices going up, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, they can dramatically help you lower your energy costs. They can do it right now, right here today. All you got to do is call, pick up the phone, 855, uh, excuse me, 855-Pella-WI, 
Pella WI or simply go online and go to PellaWI.com. And right now, you can get 0% interest for up to 48 months. 0% interest up to 48 months. All you got to do is call 855 Pella WI or go to PellaWI.com. Whether it's upgrading your windows, upgrading your door, your entryway systems, patio doors, whether you want to beautify your home, make it more economical, add value to it, it all can happen just by picking up the phone and calling our friends at Pella 855 855- Pella WI, 855-Pella-WI, and take advantage right now. 0% interest up to 48 months from our friends at Pella. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All you got to do is check out our friends over at Pindell, quality uh, machining and manufacturing company, uh, right here in our own backyard. And you can get a hold of our friends in Pindell. Go to pindel.com. That's pindel.com. P-I-N-D-E-L.com. Pindel.com. Or if you're a company looking for a company you need to work with that can do some quality machining and manufacturing parts, uh, by all means, Pindell. P-I-N-D-E-L. Go to pindel.com. That is pindel.com. Uh, good, good stuff. A lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, brewers stuff now. Um, this is from Gary who says a lot of, uh, a lot is said about Christian Yelich, but why, or, but Willie Adamas is the one who needs to write the ship, which I would agree with that, but don't get me wrong, Gary, uh, Willie Adamas is not making $29 million a year. That's the reason you hear more about, uh, Christian Yelich and Christian Yelich apparently uh, taking a little bit of a page out of Aaron Rodgers' playbook, he went and kind of uh, disconnected from everything. I don't know where he went. Ben, do you know where Christian Yelich went? Um, it was in the story the other day. I just couldn't remember off the top no, of my head. I don't. But he uh, he kind of went away. He took, uh, I think it was like about a month, like just a sabbatical where he just went away, decompressed, worked out, didn't connect with social media at all. Uh, I remember he was at a resort. And I even posted this, that he had was with some other guys. And the only thing he posted was uh, here to get right or something like that. And then started working out and it showed all these different workouts. They were like standing out in the driveway uh, doing ropes and lifting and benching and all that stuff. I mean, they were doing a lot of different stuff in regards to working out. And uh, my first thought was uh, maybe this all kind of gets them right, so to speak. And, you know, hopefully it does. But I know that he was, uh, he was out, you know, kind of disconnected from the world. And he was out, uh, he was out trying to, you know, kind of get himself straight out, straightened out again. I'll say this, and just what I've seen of him, uh, he looks a little thicker. Hmm. He looks a little thicker. So he looks like he's been, been hitting the weights it looks like he built up his core a little bit. Looks a little thicker. Last year he looked, uh, he looked thin, uh, almost like he was sick. You know, I mean, when I first saw him last year, uh, was down there on the day after opening day and was down on the field and he walked past me and we were just kind of, hey, how you been? Uh, almost looked like he was just thin, like sick thin. 
And I thought, well, maybe he just got his body right. Some guys like to take down their, you know, their level of body fat and they just do some core work. This year he looks like whatever he did. Uh, now, again, it's television, so I, I, I'm going to have to wait until I get next to him. But but when you see some of these guys and you look at them and they're like, whoa, you know, you look overly thin, you're, you're you know, the old term is wiry or flexible. That's just another term for being really thin. Uh, this year on, on camera anyway, from the few scenes that I've seen, I saw that uh, both Fox 6 and CBS 58 were down there. And uh, some of the pictures of him uh, working out already are, he looks a little bit thicker. So maybe he went away and worked on his core strength in the offseason. Who knows? Um, uh, Dennis says, what about the ridiculous speculation that Jordan Love's going to be the starter and Rodgers is going to be the backup? That's not going to happen. That I that flat out is one hundred and ten percent will not happen. Period. End of story. Will not happen. Just I, I don't even. There, there's nothing else I can say about it. It just it it it's not going to happen. Uh, oh, by the way, our buddy uh, Jim Jim Gallo up there at uh, WMAM, uh, our affiliate up in uh, Menominee, Marinette, says Stevenson's Bakery in Menominee, fantastic for the Punchkeys. I got to get back up there. I'm going to be heading up that direction this weekend, but we're going over to uh, we're going over to Pembine, the Four Seasons Island Resort. So I don't know if I'm going to get down into Menominee and Marinette, but I would love to. I'd love to get over to the winery and such too, but I just I don't know how much time we're going to have to really get all over the place and, and move around. Uh, this is by our buddy Steve. It says Carmen's in New York City, the best Italian restaurant I've ever been to. Finished uh, dinner off with the homemade tiramisu. Yum. Here's something for you. As one, Italians, as one Italian speaking to all Italians, thank you very much. Uh, I am not a tiramisu fan. Believe it or not. Now, Kristen gobbles it up, loves tiramisu. Me, I'm not a tiramisu fan. I've never been really a cheesecake fan until Gino started making that vanilla bean cheesecake down at his place. But uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just not, never have been. Never been a tiramisu fan. I'm not a huge coffee fan. So that's part of it, but never been a big, Ben. Are you a tiramisu guy? I don't think I've ever had it. So really, hard to say I like okay. like if you had if you put a line of desserts in front of me, I don't think I could point out what it is. Okay, yeah, I don't not, really not eat dessert. Huge. You're not a sweets person, are you? I just I I never I I never want dessert. I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe just we maybe well. Then again, you finish a big Italian meal, you probably don't have room for dessert. You know, you pasta it up on carbs. You're ready to just unbuckle your pants and go to sleep. So I get it. Um, James says, uh, by the way, up north or up north. Yeah, <laughs> love, love the up north. I'm going up north this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Um. Uh, Gary says, Ben has not had a donut and now doesn't know what tiramisu is? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Ben's not a sweets guy, man. He didn't know what the punchkis were, none oh, of that. It's, it's the same family of food. Now, yeah, it's, all, it's all in the same area. I actively despise donuts, but that goes back years and years and years. Why do you despise donuts? Now, see, I, it was like I hadn't. You said I haven't had one since I was eight. I'm like, okay. Yeah, because. But I didn't I, know you despised them. Yeah, well, they, they're not good. I. I my personal opinion is that they're a waste of what could be a very good bagel. Like, there's no so, point in having all, all, all the sugar and all the You're a bagel snob is what you are. Okay. I, like, yeah, just give me, if I'm going to eat carbs, I want a carb. You know, okay. I don't need all the extra fluff and 
cream inside. Well, see, when you get good donuts, they're a little bit thicker. Like, like everybody went crazy when Krispy Kreme started opening up, you know, shops all over the place. And I get it. There's some people that love Krispy Kreme. Understand it. I'm not one of them. They're they're way overpriced. They're full of more air than they are dough, and they just drench them in the sugar, and that I get. Just no. No, I just I can't do it. Not a Krispy Kreme fan. There's a few other donuts that I like. Now, I'll, believe it or not, I love the bakery at Quick Trip. I'll go to Quickery Bakery all damn day. So, but when but there's good bakeries all over. Uh, David says bagel snob. Only thing worse is a wine snob. <laughs> oh come no, on. no, no! Wine snobs are way up there. It's not even close. Wine I snobs just like are way them, up there. You know, it's yeah. not as if you can point out all the different brands and where they come from. Just like the taste of bagels. I will um, say the problem with donuts, and this is a Jim yes. Gaffigan bit that I loved. But if you go to Dunkin' Donuts and you buy one, it's like a dollar or two dollars. If you buy five, it's like 75 cents. And by the time you get up to buying 40 donuts, they're pretty much paying you to take them. Right. How, how little it costs to buy in bulk. I kind of right. see, see some issue with that. Nope. They're just I trying can, to get I, rid of them. No, I, I. but they're good. Dunkin' Donuts are good. They're not know. part of, Great Gary, you're right. They're not part of the diet. I'll tell you that. I, 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 that's why I don't have any. That today is the day that I'm glad I don't work in a studio because I, I miss the interaction of, of say salespeople walking in, marketing people walking in, all that kind of stuff. I, that I love. But today's that kind of a day where you kind of go, ah, you know, I, I, I work kind of from home, and you know, my buddy Jim Lombardo used to send me stuff on every holiday, and he doesn't send me crap anymore. And I used to get the donuts, and I used to get the the punchkies, and we used to get all the bobbleheads, and we. So you miss that stuff, but today's the day where it's like I'd be eating that stuff. It was here in front of me. I'd have to like start pushing it away. So, so today's the day. I'm glad I don't work at work in an office. Uh, by the way, Mickey Lou's. You're right. Thomas says, "What about Mickey Lou's and Marinette?" Oh, Mickey Lou's, good burger. Oh yeah, they got uh, Colonel K's pasty. Are you a pasty fan, Ben? You know what pasties are, right? No, I don't. Should I? Like, like the more you pasties, ask me. Pasties are like, uh, no, not pasties, you you goof. <laughs> My buddy just texted me. He said, what about pasties? No, pasties. Not pasties. Pasties, we know what pasties are. Those are nipple covers. Uh, they're like uh, They're like yarmulkes for nipples. Uh, no, uh, pasties are like a, a meal. Uh, you got potatoes and, and ground beef and all this stuff in like a, a dough, uh, which I don't know what the difference between a pasty and a pierogi are, but they're similar that I couldn't tell you. Um, but <laughs> just, <laughs> we're down a whole rabbit hole here, man. I don't know what else to say. We're down a rabbit hole of food. Oh, you just did 30 hungry. minutes on bakeries, right? We're down, a, you know, <laughs> James says pasties like, like boobies, uh, like booby tassels. Now we're talking. Okay. Now he wants to listen to the program. All Great. Right. Okay. On that note, we got to, we got to take a break because we're, we're going down a whole rabbit hole here. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's take a quick break. Got more of the Bill Michael show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Welcome back. Hey, if you are looking for good, authentic uh, music when it comes to Irish music, our friends at the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center, which is uh, right there on Wisconsin Avenue in Milwaukee, they got a lot of good stuff coming up. Cassie and Maggie on February 22nd, uh, Cynthia on March 3rd, Cormier and uh, Gunning on March 4th. Uh, Lunasa on March 5th, April 20th. Jig Jam is going to be taking place. David Howley coming on the 21st. Uh, Frazier and Haas on the 23rd. They have a ton of music, a ton of music coming up over at the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. And if you are looking for tickets, uh, 414-345-8800. Get a hold of our buddy Corey over there. 414-345-8800. But if you have not seen the place, go to ICHC.net. And if you were looking to say you're looking for a wedding venue or if you're looking for a reception venue or a meeting venue or you teach dance and you need uh, a big space uh, to, you know, maybe get your students together once a week, whatever it happens to be, they have got it. The Irish Cultural and Heritage Center, ICHC.net. That is ICHC.net. Again, ICHC.net. So there you go. Uh, James says, what do you think about Jim Leonard interviewing for the Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator job that is open? Um, I, I like it. I mean, unless the Packers, uh, you know, for whatever reason, call him up late and say, Hey Jim, we'd rather have you here. Uh, I'd love to see Jim Leonard back in, in the NFL to be perfect. I mean, to me, I love to see him back. Ben being a, being a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Are you a fan of Jim Leonard? If he indeed gets the job and goes to Philly? Oh, I'm I'm giddy about it. I I love the news. I, I tweeted during the Super Bowl that they should hire Jim Leonard, but that was during my grieving stage when I was trying to tweet through <laughs> all my emotional pain. But I, I I think it'd be perfect. He runs a lot of what their previous defensive coordinator was running, at least that general theme. The personnel's great. I think it'd be a good way to, for him to set up whatever move is next, whether it's right. back to college or if he wants to rise in the ranks in the NFL, the tough part obviously is the cutthroat nature of being a coordinator, kind of like in Green Bay with defensive coordinators. Being a defensive coordinator in Philadelphia has not proven to be a very long-term job over the years, but, I mean, he's like he's excelled at everything he's done. So right. I can't really see him failing because he hasn't failed yet at anything. Right. So I would love it. Um, I, you know, me personally, I just would love to see him back in the league. Uh, what would, what would be a kick to the, the gonads would be is if he goes into Philadelphia this season and Philadelphia's defense gets even better and the Packers remain the same or get worse. Cause then it would be just like, Oh, Oh, gut punch. Just a gut punch. You know what I mean? So I, I get it. Uh, I would love to see Jim Leonard back in the league. I think we all would. But, uh, but yeah, it would be a gut punch if he has a ton of six. Now, if the Packers play well, then I guess it's not nearly – it eases the blow. But if Philadelphia gets even better and they find themselves back in a Super Bowl and that defense gets even better, and, yeah, boy, that would be – I mean, they, be they do have better players for the record. Well, they do. And I would agree with that, but let, let, but, 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 okay, but remember, you know, that's only if they bring back Linval Joseph and Dominican Sue, and they got some, they got some, you know, some uh, drafting to do up front. But let's be honest, they do have better players. But let's say that defense gets even better, and it's not just 
the the running capability and throwing capability of Jalen Hurts that gets them there, that this defense gets even more tenacious. Their sack totals go up. I mean, when you start to look at what the numbers were this year, they were only, what, five and a half sacks short of uh, matching the Bears' all-time sack record. Now, granted, there's an extra game in there. I understand that. But still, I mean, that's there's something to be said for the numbers they were putting up this season and being one of the better defenses out there. So the fact that they then would get better under – uh, under Jim Leonard, oof, you know, from where they were, uh, that would be one of those, uh, oh, my goodness, moments in which uh, you'd kind of look northward and go, guys, you kept Joe Barry. The defense got worse. And meanwhile, the guy that, uh, you know, was sitting here in your own backyard, maybe out of spite you didn't call him because he turned you down before. Instead of taking another shot at him, uh, instead he goes over to Philadelphia and they get even better. That would be the... Uh, don't walk into work the next day without wearing a cup type of moment up in Green Bay. Yeah. So that certainly would be. But we would wish he doesn't have the job as of yet. There's been no Correct. announcement made they've, that he's got the job. They've interviewed, they've interviewed seven guys, eight guys. So they're still right. in the process. How about Rex Ryan? Rex oh. Ryan going to going to uh, going to Denver. How about that? I uh, I thought Rex was done. I didn't think he'd go back into coaching, but uh, Rex is. And I I'll tell you this, Rex, I, he's a hell of a defensive mind, and he's he's a rah rah, you know, kind of in your face, much like his dad was, kind of guy, old school. Uh, not that Denver needs because you know, their defense wasn't bad, it just wasn't great, and their offense was horrible, and. I'll say this, Rex is, is just another voice in that locker room to tell Russell Wilson to get his head out of his ass. But, man, that's, you know, that that's a big get for them, in my opinion. Even though he is a lot of bravado, I understand that. But getting Rex Ryan, he's a hell of a defensive mind, that's for sure. And I think he, make, he would make a good defensive coordinator. I mean, everybody looks at F- Vic Fangio, and Vic Fangio, um, as good as he is. Now, he's he went to where? Uh, Miami? He's yeah. in Miami now? So he's in Miami. Rex Ryan comes out of the broadcast uh, situation on Get Up and being a Monday morning analyst over on the Get Up show on ESPN, and now he moves out to to Denver. Some of the some of the new coaches are old school. That's the direction some of these teams are going. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Find us. Go ahead and give us a shout. Want to want to uh, chime in? Feel free. Go ahead and do so. Uh, this one is, by the way, from uh, Brian, who says uh, the top two things this team needs are offensive line and a quarterback. You got to figure things out uh, on that front before anything else is really going to matter. I don't think uh, your offensive line. I don't think it's as, you know, I, at least my opinion is I don't think it's as bad as what some people are kind of biting their nails over for the Packers. I really don't. Um, I, I look at this. If you keep Bakhtiari, okay, you have Bakhtiari who looked when he played, he looked good. So you have Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Josh Myers, John Runyon at your right guard position. And as much as you you liked what you saw out of Zach Tom, if you make Yash Nyman, who is a bigger, versatile version, if you go with Yash Nyman as your right tackle and just make that his position, switch him over, I think he's fine. He had a bad – he was back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, remember. I, I think then it becomes stable. And you still have Zach Tom as a backup. You'll still have Sean Ryan. Uh, you'll still have Royce Newman. You'll still have Rasheed Walker. Uh, I don't know. who uh, Caleb Jones. I'm forgetting about Caleb Jones. Even though he was a, a college free agent last year, if that guy ever amounts to anything, that dude is a mountain of a human being. 
I mean, you got Sherpas and goats going up his backside just to get over top of him. That dude is huge. He reminds me a lot of Phil Lodehold out of out of uh, Minneapolis. So they've got some depth. I think you could draft one more lineman, but I don't think it's the big, big priority that some people think it is. So we'll see. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, let's go to the phone calls. Talk to our buddy Steve and DePierre. Steve, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, appreciate your back on the show. Uh, calling back for the first time. Missed you. Um, love right. your renewed energy and calling balls and strikes, man. I love it. And it seems like you got some good connections in 1265 also. I don't so, care. Um, <laughs> well, no, because I, I got I got best friends that are sports writers in Green Bay. And, uh, and uh you hit you hit the nail on the head a couple times, and they were clueless. So, anyways, it's it just a compliment. No, I appreciate it. Yep, you got it. So, Jim Leonard, um, one, I, I'm just an average, uh, you know, sports fan. I played sports, not football, but how the heck can Bill Michael Sports and other sports shows be on the spot? One, one. That's my first point with. Um, Joe Barry just not getting a clue. Uh, Jair Alexander calling him out after the first game of the year when he couldn't go one-on-one with uh, Jefferson. And then now my question to you is, Matt LaFleur is going to not be able to sleep every night. I'm guessing if Joe Barry's face is stuck in the sand again, right? Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. I, I said that Joe Barry is your get-out-of-jail-free card. Uh, you already used it up, and if Joe Barry uh, does not perform, and you kept him, and remember, Brian Gudikins kind of separated himself from that, basically saying, look, the talent's here, and that some of the things the defense did, they didn't necessarily support the offense and vice versa, but the talent is here. So if he says the talent's here, the only other thing that Brian Gudikins is saying is the 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 coaching is not, and if the coaching is not here, that means that Joe Barry's not here, and that means that Matt LaFleur basically hitched his wagon to that guy. I agree with you. Yeah, no, 100%. I think I think Jim Leonard's smart enough to adapt to his defense and the players, and it, it's not going to take him 12 weeks to do it on on a second year on top of it. I mean, mm. I don't know. I just sit there and scratch your head. And, and you guys you guys on the radio are, you know, it's like, come on. How, do these not, how does Joe Barry not figure this out? You know, maybe he, he needs to – uh, listen to your show on podcasts and record it or something. Right. But, uh, just another compliment. You guys are ahead of the curve. Love the show. And uh, thanks for the time. All right, buddy. Appreciate it, man. He drops off. You get you on board. Eight seven seven. At any point. <laughs> you never tackle live. You just watch people run past you. That's what you do. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. Mardi Gras specials everywhere. Getting jazzy, as a matter of fact, at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. Today, it uh, begins their Mardi Gras week, and they've got a specialty menu fit for a king, as they say. So let the good times roll. 
Uh, double bonus, by the way, it's Taco Tuesday, so they still have that there, too. So you got the Mexitastic, the Mexitastic favorites, but uh, they've got a lot of good stuff uh, ready. Uh, blackened shrimp deviled eggs, blackened grouper, po' boy. They've got uh, muffaletta sandwiches, uh, chicken and sausage gumbo, all kinds of good stuff, and Taco Tuesday. So you cannot go wrong if you're heading out to Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews today. County Road K in Okamawak, Okamawak. Uh, check it out. And uh, good stuff out there. Go out and say hi to Tim and Stacy and everybody working. They open up in just a little bit. Coming up, Boondocks Barbecue, Burgers, and Brews. Uh, County Road, Canada. Stone Bank, technically, but out in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Really, really good. Uh, 877-867-1670. Um, Wendell says, Were, was today's signings by the Brewers the big deals we've been waiting for? He says that uh, with hashtag sarcasm. Yeah, they're just, again... It's okay. I mean, they're just throwing darts at a dartboard. And if something sticks, you get one guy, two guys that, that stick and they're really good or they outperform, they get that opportunity where they're every day, you know, who knows? I, you know, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I, I still think you, you're really relying upon Tyrone Taylor, Christian Yelich, and Garrett Mitchell. Garrett Mitchell, you're, you're biting your nails. You're praying to God that he's not casting here that he picks up where he left off from last year, that he's the real deal. He's been ripened. He's sharpened. He's ready to go. Here you go. Bam. You're hoping that's the guy. Okay? And uh, that Garrett Mitchell is able to roam center field and just be the man. And that Tyrone Mitchell or Tyrone Taylor, all of his time toiling away, that he's there. You're hoping for that as well. But if it's not, and Yelich is not better than what he's been, then I don't care what you do. I don't care what kind of pitching you got. You're still going to struggle. Still going to struggle. So we shall see. Uh, 877-867-1670. Nishan says, uh, as an outsider looking in, uh, he says, I'm from your original stomping grounds in the Queen City. Uh, What do people in the area think of Luke Fickle and what he's done? Uh, Ben, I would say, and I said this yesterday, that I think the excitement, the last time I remember this kind of talk and chatter and excitement about Badger football, uh, I don't even think it was this way back during the, uh, the the Big Ten championship games when they were facing off against Ohio State. Uh, the last time I remember was when they beat Ohio State. I think Brett Bieleman was the head coach. And both teams were coming into that game out of Camp Randall, I think undefeated. And uh, the Badgers knocked off the Buckeyes. I think that was the last time I heard this much excitement and chatter about Badger football in a long time. Would you not agree? I think it's hard to say because they haven't played a game yet. So this but the, is all... the excitement and the talk about it is is out there. It's real. It's palpable. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, they were the number four team in the country entering 2018. So yeah. I don't know how it compares, honestly, but it is the excitement is high. The excitement is there. I don't think there's any doubt about it. But uh, thanks for listening from the stomping grounds, so to speak. Uh, Let's do this. We've got another hour yet to go. Good, good stuff today. A lot of stuff today. A lot of different stuff today. Good, good. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. Another hour. You and I, everybody on the Bud Light live stream, listening everywhere throughout parts unknown. More of the Bill Michael Show. Next. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 